Hey, fellow Boundary Breakers, if your current delegation systems are not working to get you out of the day-to-day in your business, there is an exercise on our website that is the first step to get you out of the delegation catch-22. I'm going to throw the link in the show notes for you to go ahead and download. When I'm working with a client, one of the first things we do is we start holding team meetings. So we schedule and set up a leadership team meeting. And then once we kind of have a good cadence going with that, we also recommend and suggest that our leaders on the leadership team, if they have also have staff members, to schedule and hold a team meeting with their own staff members. Because even though we're having these team meetings, there's still a disconnect between staying on target to reaching the goals that you're talking about in the team meeting and keeping those projects moving with those individual staff members who have accountability for those projects. Welcome to another episode of Female Founders Breaking Boundaries. I'm your host, Casey Gromer. I am the founder of She Sweet Boutique. With over 20 years of marketing and business management experience, I work with small businesses and female founders using our signature business blueprint. On the show, you get tools, advice, resources, support, and encouragement that resonates with the modern businesswoman. So, fellow boundary breakers, let's dive in. Hello, fellow Boundary Breakers, and welcome to a new episode of Female Founders Breaking Boundaries. I'm your host, Casey Gromer. My mission here today is to give you the tools to run a business while navigating all the boundaries that make it more difficult for women to build profitable, sustainable companies and to teach you how to set your business up to run without needing you to manage the day-to-day. We Always welcome new listeners to the podcast. And if you can appreciate what we are talking about today on the show, please, please, please share this episode with someone who you know could use some of this advice and or do both. Give us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast listening app to help others find the show. We are getting back to a more normal schedule here on the podcast. So we will be having a woman in the spotlight today. I'm so excited. And I will be talking about what's on my mind outside of business. But first, a quick little anecdote about something that happened to me this past week. I was, I live in the Minnesota Northwoods and it has always been, it's always kind of like a rite of passage to see a bear. And I have, we have seen bears in our neighborhood, but it's always from a distance or somebody else has taken a picture of it and shared it on social media. But the other night I was sitting out on the patio. I have a screened patio on the backside of my house and I was doing a little work because I my office is outside in the summer. I have an outside office in the summer. We'll talk about that some other episode, some other time. Out of the corner of my eye, I see something dark moving around. And 
initially, I just thought it was the neighbor's dog because they have a black and white dog. It's about the size of a lab. But I happened to look up and I glanced over and it was a black bear. It was walking across my patio right outside the door of my screen patio. So I basically could have reached out and touched it. And I did not know what to do. I was like, I could stay quiet enough to get a picture, or I could scream no effing way. (laughs) Guess which one I chose. But anyway, it turns out I had been more aware of the bear than it had been aware of me. And as soon as it realized I was sitting there on the patio, It uh, did a little jump and it took off running across the yard and I did not, in fact, I was not fast enough to get a picture. And so next time I'm going to do my best to keep my mouth shut. It is not my strong suit, but that was my exciting story for the week. So I did get my run in with the bear and I believe I am now officially a Minnesota Northwoods native, possibly. So there's that. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to be meeting Sarah Evans, our next woman in the spotlight. Today, we're going to be talking about how to keep your staff out of your inbox by helping you help them work more autonomously so they don't need to be clogging up your inbox with all kinds of questions all day long. And then we're going to wrap up with what's on my mind outside of business. So... To kick today's episode off, shall we meet Sarah Evans? Sarah Evans is the founder and CEO of Well Beyond, and also the founder of another subcompany called Well Aware. And in both of these roles, Sarah is leading teams that are implementing sustainable clean water solutions that are helping out some of our more impoverished communities around the world. She is a change maker in the way that water projects are executed, and she uses things like strategic partnerships, community involvement, hygiene and sanitation, education to some of these communities, and she does something called impact measurement. She has a patent for some software that she and her team have developed that are empowering some of these smaller or more impoverished communities to take ownership of their own success of their water projects. She has a laundry list of accolades, including being a Toyota mother of invention. She's a member of the Truman National Security Project. She's on the Forbes Nonprofit Council, and she's a member of the St. Edward's Sustainable Development Program, as well as the Rural Water Supply Network. She is an Entrepreneurs Organization Program alumni, a Women's Chamber of Commerce Blazing Star Award recipient, and she's been featured on the New York Times, Forbes, People.com, USA Today, and a few other places. Now, the reason I am sharing Sarah Evans today in our Women in Spotlight is because one of the things that stood out to me about her is her stance on women and entrepreneurship. She was a single mother when she founded her business, and she talks about 
in a story on medium.com, she talks about the challenges that she faced as a single mom and trying to launch this business and some of the resources and the unique approaches she had to use in order to be successful. She also feels the same way that we do about women companies getting funded. And according to a recent report, only about 20% of funded companies have women founders. This is actually better than the numbers we have used recently. So it's getting better, but still says a lot about women and entrepreneurship. And so we are applauding Sarah Evans today. And you can find her on Instagram at Sarah Aware, S-A-R-A-H-A-W-A-R-E. And you can learn more about her efforts for bringing clean water to impoverished communities at wellbeyondwater.com. It is time to get to our content today. I'm going to be sharing with you today how to keep your staff out of your email inbox. I'm wondering if this resonates with you. You open up your inbox on any given day and you just kind of want to put your head back under the covers in your bed and, and cry. You've done your quarterly planning or you've created some sort of plan and focus for your staff. They understand their accountability. They understand the functions and their roles and they have ownership but your inbox is still overflowing with messages and questions from your team members needing answers, decisions, issue resolution, support around everything. Today, we're going to try to examine what gives. Why is this happening? Even if you feel like you're empowering people to kind of operate and function autonomously. The first suggestion I'm going to make is for your leaders, your managers, supervisors, your leadership team, whatever you're calling these people on your staff, they should be holding one-on-ones with their staff members. And one of the pushbacks I get on this quite frequently is that meetings take time and time is money. So a lot of the business owners I've talked about either don't see the value in holding these one-on-ones or they're not willing to pull their staff from their day-to-day duties to have these one-on-ones. But let me share a few tidbits with you. When I'm working with a client, one of the first things we do is we start holding team meetings. So we schedule and set up a leadership team meeting And then once we kind of have a good cadence going with that, we also recommend and suggest that our leaders on the leadership team, if they have also have staff members, to schedule and hold a team meeting with their own staff members. Because even though we're having these team meetings, there's still a disconnect between staying on target to reaching the goals that you're talking about in the team meeting and keeping those projects moving with those individual staff members who have accountability for those projects. 
So because you have staff that have accountability for specific goals or specific projects, and they are not getting direct one-on-one support, staff members are going to need continued support with questions, issues, etc., that they're not getting answered at your weekly team calls. And so now what they're doing is overloading you or your leadership team members with constant emails asking for direction and clarification. So one of the ways to keep that line of communication open with those staff members is through one-on-ones. And the purpose of those one-on-ones is to check in with them, to get on the same page with them, and to keep them focused on the most important activity that's on their plates right now. You'll also use those one-on-ones to remove any obstacles that they've come across that are keeping them from moving forward and make any decisions, answer any questions, et cetera, et cetera. So what should those one-on-ones look like? One-on-ones are typically held between an employee and their manager. So what this means is that you should not be having one-on-ones with the staff members of your leadership team or your managers or supervisors or whatever. One-on-ones are also critical for you and your leadership staff. So while you're not holding one-on-ones with your leadership team's staff members, you should be holding one-on-ones with your leadership staff. If you have an integrator, hi, hello, that's me. Your integrator is the one who will be holding these one-on-ones and your one-on-one will be with your integrator. If you don't have an integrator, then you are the one that are going to be holding those with your key players. So depending on the number of staff that you have reporting to each manager, the amount and complexity of the work that those staff members have and the capacity of your staff, you can schedule these one-on-ones anywhere from weekly to bi-weekly to monthly, and they can be 30 minutes or they can be an hour, all depending on how much support is necessary and how much you have capacity for. Here's a quick hint. A 30-minute one-on-one meeting with a team member might be all you need to clear those obstacles, to answer questions, to keep them out of your inbox. So I actually highly recommend doing these one-on-ones more than monthly, but you can do them bi-weekly for 30 minutes a piece if that's all you need. It's really, in the scheme of things, not that much time, especially when you consider how much time they spend crafting an email to you, and then how much time you're spending reading that email and then responding to it. 30 minutes is a drop in the bucket. I promise you. What would the agenda look like at one of these team meetings? I'm going to walk you through the agenda that we use at our staff one-on-one check-in meetings. First, we're going to lead off the meeting by checking in, just like I mentioned. Hi, how are you? How do you feel? Do you have any feedback for me? So I would use this check-in time to help your staff feel seen and heard because many times your staff feel like they are a cog in a wheel or that nobody cares about them and their well-being and how things are going for them. So this can go a really long way. Just ask, how are you doing? 
listen, pay attention, and take note. It goes a long way towards employee retention and satisfaction. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to address every aspect of feedback because you can get a lot of feedback and some of it's not necessarily valid feedback, but just listen and occasionally you might get some feedback that's worth taking action on. Otherwise, just help them feel seen and heard. All right. So then after you do a quick check-in, you're going to review the project statuses and the performance metrics, just like we do in our team meetings. And this should be very quick, like maybe five minutes. You're basically going to go through and say, all right, this is what you're working on. These five things, this is what you're working on. How's that going? Are you making progress? And then go through their metrics and say, okay, how, how is this working? If everything's on target, fantastic. That's really all you need to know. Now, if not everything is on track in terms of here's the stuff I'm working on, or if they've got some metrics that are off target, then the rest, the entire rest of that discussion should be resolving issues, removing obstacles, and answering questions. So what that means is, why aren't you making progress on your projects or your goals or your workload? What's the issue? What's holding you back? How can I support you? How can we keep you moving forward? And if you're not on target on your metrics, why not? Is there something we can do to support you? Is there a change we need to make? Is there a lever we need to pull? That's what those meetings are for. So you want to end the call making sure that you understand what support they need. Because that's your role as a leader is to support your team and to make it easier for them to do their jobs. You can ask them what support they need from the leadership team right now and listen and respond and, like I said, make it easier for them to do their job. The benefits of holding these one-on-ones is to continue with the accountability conversation. So almost everything that we're doing here at C-Suite Boutique is around accountability and ownership. And in the team meeting, we are starting the accountability conversation in the one-on-ones. We are continuing it by making sure that your staff have what they need to continue the forward momentum. One-on-ones are part of the feedback loop that allows you to address performance more specifically. Addressing this performance, like I said, can look like reviewing the metrics and you can offer support with, you know, maybe sometimes staff needs some suggestions or some recommendations, or maybe you have a bigger picture view of what's happening and you can offer some support in some way that will help them continue moving forward in their job. And one-on-ones are also a tool that help you make sure that your staff understand what the expectations are so that there are no surprises down the road. What we're trying to do here is make sure that when it comes review time, they're not surprised. If they're having one-on-ones with you, they're going to know ahead of time if something's not working or if they're not meeting expectations, or they're going to know ahead of time they're doing a great job. Either way, those one-on-ones are a continuous communication loop that are going to make those quarterly performance conversations a ton easier. So to wrap up this part of our episode today, I'm curious 
if you are already having one-on-ones with your staff? And if not, do you think this is something that you're going to be implementing? How often will you be holding them? And I also want to let you know that the agenda that I discussed is going to be in the show notes in case you want to click on the show notes, copy that agenda, and drop it in for your leadership staff to start holding one-on-ones with their team members. What's on my mind outside of business today? I wanted to share an effort from a former high school classmate of mine, Dallas Poor. Dallas has started a movement to raise money for veterans in crisis, and I could not be more here for it. He is incredibly passionate about this, and he's doing a ton to support veterans who are struggling with either depression, anxiety, thoughts of suicide. Dallas himself is a former Marine. And when I was in high school with him, we were both in the swing choir and he always had this deep, soothing baritone voice. We, I always knew, everyone always knew he was going to do something with that voice. And what he's chosen to do with that voice right now is use it on YouTube. So one of the things he's doing is he's using... I've pulled these words from him because I couldn't say them as well. He's using the transformative power of guided serenity. His YouTube channel is called Dallas The Voice, DTV. And this channel is a sanctuary where spiritual insights, mental healing, and sensory stimulation collide, bridging the realms of science, faith, inspiration, and the open road He's providing content that heals the mind and soothes the soul. He's using something, now I need to do more research on this, but he's using something called binaural beats. I'm not even sure if I'm saying that right, but it's something that's been shown to accelerate trauma recovery through the use of sound and how sound, you know, hits your auditory senses. And he's calling it meditative. And he has these meditative teachings that at the same time as it's, it's accelerating trauma recovery, it's also offering wisdom that illuminates pathways to spiritual growth. He chooses inspirational readings that uplift the spirit, and he's pairing that with visuals of scenic landscapes. So he's actually got a pretty slick getup with video cameras, and he's writing his motorcycle through scenic areas, and he's videotaping it and then overlaying that video with his readings. So he's inviting us all to join him on the open road of healing, introspection, faith, and profound beauty. So the reason I am talking about this here is because I want to invite you and anyone you know to follow him. DTV Actual is a USMC captain focused on helping veterans heal from mental and emotional residuals of war. Oh, it looks like I did do some research on binaural beat. I even wrote it down here. Isn't that very forward thinking of me? So this is a type of therapy. Um, It's a sound wave therapy, and it makes use of the fact that the right and left ear each receive a slightly different frequency tone 
yet the brain perceives these as a single tone. Now, that's all I know about it. I'm sure there's a lot more science to it than that. Now, you so you can go to YouTube and follow him there, and there will always be ways to support him through YouTube. The profits that he makes, or a portion of the profits anyway, is going towards suicide prevention and support for mental health efforts for military veterans. He also has a shop where you can order merch. And I did this. I ordered a a Dallas The Voice shirt. It is super cool. And it's what, as t-shirts go, it is, has a little bit of shape to it for us women and is super soft and comfortable. It's very high quality. So go out there and follow him on YouTube, Dallas The Voice. I'm going to put a link in the show notes if you want to support military veterans and suicide prevention and get yourself a shirt. Wrapping up today, I want to invite you to visit our website at c-sweetboutique.com and click on work with us. You can find all the ways that we are supporting entrepreneurial women like you, adding new options to work with us all the time. Go ahead and book a call with us. We'll hop on a quick little consultation to figure out how we might support you. And uh, yeah, that's it for Breaking Boundaries this week. Honey, what is it that you wanted to tell our listeners today? Get out there and break some boundaries and do it for me and my generation. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Female Founders Breaking Boundaries. If you enjoyed this episode, would you be willing to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're tuning in? You can connect with me on LinkedIn using the link in the show notes. And until next week, don't be afraid to get out there and break some boundaries.